Welcome back to another episode of the Look Mama Hustling podcast. We're back again for another episode and... I feel a little bit underprepared, but it's fine. It's what we are. I'm, 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 surpri- I'm surprised <laughs> and impressed. I'm surpre- suppressed. We just got to show up, right? That's what we're all about, whether it's we're prepared or underprepared. We're here. We're recording. We're determined to never miss an episode as well, and we haven't since we've had <laughs> you our- say that. I think every time we, we state one of these things next week, it's inevitably- Not Well, this is- Cardboard base, cardboard table, looking like wood. MDF, yeah. <laughs> I mean, last time I knocked on wood, I ripped. The, the <laughs> That's right, that you one. did too. But hey, we're determined to not miss another episode anyway. So, you know, whether it's late night on a Sunday night or first thing Friday morning, here we, we did, are we showing did make up. A rule that said, doing the work. If if the show can't happen one week, one of us has to do the the show solo. solo. Yes, and I've been doing my own solo one called Double Shot anyway. So I really. Just gonna palm it off onto you one week, perhaps. Yeah, go for it. I'll run it myself. I'll right. have a couple I'll of articles leave you right now. Or? Um, no, no, you can get out. You can have I, the I'll morning off. I'll leave right now. <laughs> no, you don't. I do need you. Um, next time, I just need a bit. If I know I'm doing it by myself, I have some stuff lined up. So maybe I'll talk about the new movie I watched last night <laughs> while you fell asleep. <laughs> well, it's not new. It was an old movie, and it was horrible. Uh, was it don't you hate that when the payoff you? is never that good? I feel like. You know how Rotten Tomatoes and what's the other one? IMDb. IMDb. They give you ratings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Perhaps there should be solely some sort of rating or point system based on if the payoff is worth it. Because the number you get from Rotten Tomatoes might be about the character development, the storyline, the cinematography, the um, the director, the script, dialogue – Sound production. There's so many things that can factor that score, mm-hmm. but potentially if you could narrow it down to specific parts of the film mm-hmm. and you can prioritize what you care about most. For example, like I love June. Mm-hmm. In particular, I love obviously the cinematography, the sound, the um, all the sound effects and the backing music and everything like that mm-hmm. just elevates it to that next level. But perhaps the payoff at the end is never that good. So right. maybe we should um think just call it payoffvids.com or something. Yeah. Like if it, cause it's the movie could be awesome leading up, you're really enjoying it, and the ending just sucks. In which like case it, you've wasted all your time. Exactly. Would you but you can suffer through an hour and a half movie if the cinematography is not that great, the dialogue's a bit clunky, if mm-hmm. the payoff is good. So it's kind of that question of what's yeah. the most important factor to you. Because you don't want to get through an hour and a half, mm-hmm. stay up late. And watch a movie, mm-hmm. spend that time, and then the payoff is below par. Yeah. Or in cinema terms, anticlimactic. Anticlimactic. Yeah. Um, but what was the movie? It was in Infinity. It was no Infinite. Infinite with uh, Mark Wahlberg. I like a little, like, kind of dumb action with a bit of, you know, like magic sort of fantasy aspects and stuff to it. This one was just like. They, they get reincarnated and they can remember all their past lives and stuff and they have, like, the skills and everything for it, which is, like, interesting. And I was kind of enjoying it. Drew fell asleep because it's not his jam and it was late. That's what I do generally. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the ending was just kind of like, ah, oh. it was one of those ones. Yeah. And I was just like, okay. That's well. what I'm saying. So what if you could see a score that gave you, out of possible 10, this has a, an, a Like, is it pay- worth your time? The payoff of four is mm-hmm. not worth your while. Yeah. That would probably be pretty decent. I feel like you would like, what was that called? Infinite. Mm-hmm. 
uh limitless have you seen limitless i have yeah it's kind of like limitless but that's like more like drugs, drugs. i guess but it's probably closer to jumper than anything else i would say with just having that kind of like everything's sort of real but there's this kind of like supernatural element to it interesting mm. all right well don't watch infinite then no just- that's uh, not a recommendation <laughs> from look mama hustling it's not uh it's not something we would recommend watching so unless you're into that kind of thing and you like to i don't know like uncharted you know with that was mark Wahlberg as well and um spider-man dude what's his name yeah, Tom, uh, Tom something. No. you got to finish it now. You can't leave everyone hanging with a oh, no last name. I forgot his last name. That's fine. It's Tom something. I want to say Tom Hardy, but that's not him. That's fine. All right. Well, I'll pick up the slack here <laughs> because Sarah is lacking on words, apparently. Yeah, if, if I yell out in like halfway through the episode and then I'll just be like, oh, it's Tom blah, blah, blah. Tom Spider-Man. Tom Spider-Man. What's his name? You searching? Thank you. Holland. Thank you. Yes, Tom Holland. All right. Well, that was an interesting first part of the show. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you get when I do the intro. (laughs) So I'll rip into some news uh, for the week, some Mm -hmm. interesting news for for people that like to hustle and learn about hustling and things of that nature. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Spotify have some interesting news this week. We love Spotify. If you listen to the pod, you can actually watch the pod on Spotify as well. It's Mm -hmm. a big benefit of following us at the Look Mum pod. It's my main audio platform. Like I pretty much do all my podcasts through there and my music and stuff. I rarely, rarely listen to like Apple podcasts anymore. So every episode that we release in there, you can watch the video version. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's usually like a a template or a a default question that goes along with the episode. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone clicks it. I haven't seen any podcast where people actually type it in. Mm-hmm. But I guess that could uh, replace the element of YouTube comments by having some sort of questionnaire on You're Spotify. Right. But that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point I'm trying to make is Spotify is uh, is unique audio experience platform. And they've just announced that they're including audio books in their subscription fee, right? Their sus- subscription service, or mm-hmm. one of them at least. Yeah. Um, as you said, it, you use Spotify as your primary audio application, I guess. You yeah. listen to music, you listen to podcasts. So, mm-hmm. and they do have some free books on there already. I know that we've listened to like there's like yes, Robert but they, Green, but and- they were illegal. Oh, were they? Yeah, oh, okay. people have ripped them. Yeah. And uploaded them. There's been a bunch in the kind of business and self help world. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have uploaded the the audio book as an album so each chapter is like a track ah i see um and i imagine it's the same thing as when people rip videos onto youtube oh yeah for sure inevitably they'll get taken down some sort of copyright yep um but yeah spotify made the move into audio books which which makes sense on paper because like you said that's where you go to listen to listen to all your audio related things Mm -hmm. um we both have amazon Oh, what's it called? Or it's, it's Audible, Audible is like the Audible is like the main one where you get your audiobooks from. Um, there is a Apple version, but I don't really listen to that one. Um, but is I that, don't have Audible. Where's the Apple one built into? Apple Music? Or I think it's into built into Kindle? No, it's built into Apple Music. Like so Kindle is owned by Amazon. So anything Kindle-wise is Amazon. Yeah. yeah but what app do you listen? Oh, yeah, true. And then, so Apple has Apple Books. Yeah. And yep. then it has... Like, like iTunes. Yeah, which is like Apple Music now. So it, 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 straight away, it's becoming a clunky ecosystem for audio mm-hmm. listeners. Yeah. So that's basically what I'm trying to say is Spotify have come in to save the day. Yes. 
Uh, Audible's great. It's, I think it's $15 a month and you get one credit and the credit can be used for literally earning book. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you find yourself, you like, you realize, because if you read physical books and also listen to them, sometimes you can stack it up. I think we had a point where we had like three or four stacked up and we paused the subscription. In terms of the credits building up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then- yeah, we paused it for three months. Um, so, so we didn't lose the credits basically. Mm-hmm. But I think, I could be wrong. I think once you cancel your Audible subscription, your library goes away as well. No, no, it doesn't because sure? I, I cancelled mine. Like, I still have it. I'm just not paying, not have it, but, like, I still have an account. So the ones I'm you the, have used credit, the, the, the files you have used your credits towards remain in there. Exactly, because I've purchased them. So they're mine. Yeah, I was, I was under the impression that they um, they just basically kick you out. You don't have an account anymore. No, no, you can still access it. Okay, yeah. interesting. So, yeah, Spotify has come in and has audiobooks now, which... I guess the main competitor, as we're just alluding to, is Audible. Because mm-hmm. I don't I haven't heard of anyone listening to audio books uh, with via Apple. No, and they did a lot of like promotion and stuff. So they had a lot of celebrities talking about Audible and stuff. Do you remember that well, orange, the, the ads with the orange headphones? There, there's still lots of ads for it. Yeah, um, and it makes sense to yeah. have uh, an audio book um, platform where you have a subscription fee. Mm-hmm. That allows you to basically cash in your credits. One hundred percent. And then with like, just say you are on Amazon and you are shopping for books, right? Or have well, the paperback. Yes, it has Kindle. the the Kindle. And then if you pay a tiny bit extra, you also get the complimentary audio version. And they're actually quite seamless as well. So where wherever you leave off in the like the book A-book, one, yep. it can go into like the audio version. Which makes sense. I like to do a lot of highlighting and things mm-hmm. with audio books. It's kind of difficult. It is. Yeah. Note taking is. Is there's no real way to do it unless you just have mm-hmm. some sort of capturing system on your Apple Notes or whatever device you use. Spotify, Audible, if you could do that, that would be absolutely amazing. There is... Um, oh, you could always... Actually, sorry to cut cut you off. You can always screen record on your phone, like, particular parts, but then it's kind if of you like... Want, if you hear a good... Yeah, like a little good part or a good segment. I used to just screenshot where it was on the phone, but I haven't actually then gone back to the audiobook to that part to, like, grab that, like, good quote that I listened to or the bit that I resonated with. So then there has to be, like, a better way to... There was an app I was seeing. This is kind of moving oh, Like a back, transcript? Moving yeah. into podcasts. We'll get back to audiobooks in a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was an app, I probably can't find it as of now, where you can essentially highlight podcasts. So imagine you're highlighting a book. Oh. It'll just highlight. It'll essentially just take a timestamp in and out of when the topic is or the, mm-hmm. the sentence or the phrase is that you like. And basically you're getting a clip or an excerpt out of the actual podcast, which is essentially just a highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, all that to say... Spotify now have audiobooks to compete yeah. with Audible. So they're basically... I think it's a good thing because you need competitors in the market, right, to then be able to have better pricing or like... Because if there's only just Audible around, then they're just going to keep doing the same thing they're doing that like someone else coming into the market is going to probably help push them, offer better services or better you features. Need yeah. yeah, exactly. And like what better... Like you started off the conversation by saying this is... I use all my... I get all my audio stuff from Spotify. Mm-hmm. And it just makes sense. Yeah. If I could get my audiobooks also from Spotify as well, just on one platform and it's like organized and files, like that's going to yeah. be super handy. So we get into this article that's released by Spotify, this press release. Uh, the main question is it makes sense to have another type of audio content available through 
the biggest audio mm-hmm. app in terms of monthly monthly listeners. But now the question becomes, is there extra fees? Mm-hmm. How do I actually access things? What are the limitations? What are the advantages? And stuff like that. So we'll rip into that right now. Uh, this, yeah, literally happened this week. Uh, from Spotify Newsroom, I guess it's a blog. Yeah, it's a blog. Mm-hmm. Last year, we announced that users would be able to purchase and listen to hundreds of thousands of audiobooks on Spotify, advancing our mission for making, uh, advancing our vision for making Spotify the seamless one-stop destination for all things audio. Listeners in the US, Canada, UK, Ireland, Australia, and New Zealand jumped on the opportunity to sink into Sonic Worlds, created by some of their favorite authors and narrators. Someone has gone and dumped a lot of sort of punchy words in here. Sink <laughs> into Sonic Worlds. All right, they you don't have to elaborate. And they want it. to make it sound fancy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to sink into some Sonic Worlds. How about, how about I just want to listen to some stuff? Yeah, can I just uh, listen to some books, please? Let me listen to books. (laughs) Today, we're starting an entirely new chapter for our audiobooks offering by making more than 150,000 audiobooks available as part of Spotify premium subscriptions. To start, we're offering each premium individual as well as plan managers for family and duo accounts. So basically, if you have a solo premium account, which is what, $15, $16, $17, Or you're the owner of a family account. So not everyone in the family account gets it, but if you're the primary um, email address, I guess, yeah. um, you have access as well. But, for example, you, you're, the, you're the second. I was going to say, guy. yeah, because we've got like a couple, like a, like a family one, so you get the audiobooks and I don't. That, that would be correct, yeah. Oh, okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, and they're allowed to have 15 hours of listening per month, and that'll be part of the fee. Uh, which will give them the give them the ability to enjoy as many titles as they want within that monthly allocation. So okay. first of all, we'll break that down. So fifteen hours. So depending on the audio book, some will range like to like five to six hours, or like long ones. You usually can get short reads for like three. So you probably be able to get maybe like three books out of it. So this is the interesting thing with Audible. So mm-hmm. we're just gonna play. Uh, I guess devils and angels advocate here. Mm-hmm. Is angels advocate a phrase? No, I don't think so. I just made it one though. So yeah. that's kind of cool. Well, you got the angel and devil on your shoulder, whatever like that phrase is. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. So we'll play both sides of the fence. Yep. With Audible, you get one credit per month for $15. I think you can just buy more credits with $15. That's one book regardless mm-hmm. of length. Mm-hmm. There's no limitation in terms of how many hours you spend listening or if you want to spend six months listening, listening to a book, basically every month you're charged for one credit and then your credits will stack up. Mm-hmm. And if you start exceed, exceeding your credits, I think it, I've started getting notica- notifications when it's saying you have five or six unused. Yeah. You might want to like, use them soon. Well, they get to a certain point where they can to start to expire. They don't. They put yep. that like time limit. That like, um. So that's the limitation there yeah. is the ex- expiration of credits. Mm-hmm. So 15 bucks a month, right? So 15 bucks a book, basically. Mm-hmm. Some books I've listened to are three hours long. Mm-hmm. One I just listened to about uh, Genghis Khan was, I think, 14 hours long. Oof. So yep. quite a, a thick history book. Mm-hmm. And then there's a bunch in the middle range that are sort of those longer self-help type books that are, whatever, eight hours yeah. or six well, hours. The Julia Cameron, The Artist's Way, I have that is seven hours. Yeah, so... Yeah. Let's say low is three. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've listened to ones that are like 45 minutes, but 
Low is three, high end 15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So halfway between there, we're looking at sort of nine, eight anyway. Mm-hmm. So let's just use nine as a, a benchmark for mm-hmm. a, a decent book. Yeah. 500 pages or something. Okay. Um, so comparing apples versus apples, mm-hmm. if you don't have to cash in, if, if you're already paying for Spotify, you're already getting the benefits. You're getting ad-free music. You can, you, you're not stuck on you mess with the brand mode. already, like you're happy with what it is, so you're happy to pay already. Well, you're you're overcoming all the the ads and everything that are mm-hmm. getting shown to you. With if you're not paying for the premium, you can't choose particular songs. You kind of just get thrown into an album and it gets shuffled around. Yeah, for and you. I think you only can like skip maybe up to three in yeah, a row, and so then the, yeah. there are limitations there. So if you're already paying for the subscription fee on Spotify, mm-hmm. you're you're getting free books. Mm-hmm. That's more or less. The, the point here, you're getting up to 15 hours of free books each month. And if mm-hmm. we're saying about eight hours, you can, I mean, you're basically getting two books mm-hmm. on average per month for free. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Which is saving you $30 on Audible. Yes. Because you'd be buying two credits, two books. True. Very, very true. So straight away, if you, uh, if you like listening to audiobooks and you're mm-hmm. already a Spotify user, and you have Audible at the moment, cancel Audible because mm-hmm. you're going to be saving $15 a month to begin with, but you're yeah. also going to be getting an extra book. So you cancel $15 mm-hmm. of Audible, you're getting one book on Spotify, mm-hmm. and you're re- immediately, immediately getting basically a second book for free. Actually, could you do a quick Google how many books are available on Audible? Because there's only – so. 150,000 on Spotify, which doesn't seem like a lot. I wonder if it's going to tell you the number. 400,000. 400,000. Yeah. But how many of those are kids' books? How many of those are just yeah. new release fiction ones that burn out after four weeks? And they I, do have like Audible exclusive stuff on there as well. Exactly. So it is bloated out with probably, a, I mean, I, I want to say junk, which is kind of. So let's a say 100,000. I don't mean to be harsh for the authors, but there is a lot of junk on there yeah yeah so let's just say a hundred thousand junk so i'm just like trying to like again we're playing like devil's advocate right yeah. so like for that so you do have double the double the offering yes so you have double the offering but you have half the listen time in a way yeah but if you go in and look at the hundred and fifty thousand audiobooks available mm-hmm. on spotify they're i mean what the ones that i would be more interested in i'm assuming there'll be popular titles or well, recent titles probably be or- the top 200 titles from every category, not mm-hmm. the bottom 200. Because yeah. when you go into Amazon and look at books before mm-hmm. you go and filter it onto Audible, you can see it's ranking. It's mm-hmm. You can see it's ranked 300 in some random subcategory and it has six reviews. Yeah. There's other books that aren't going to be on Spotify. Spotify is going to – Probably top tier. Top tier, hand select them. Yeah. But in saying that, it's not going to just be 150,000 forever. Mm-hmm. Once the platform starts getting more listeners in for audiobooks, they can start to generate more data mm-hmm. and the algorithm is going to start suggesting them to purchase the rights for other books. Yeah, because that's that's what it is at the end of the day is like how many how many like publishing rights or whatever it's called. Well, I guess they have to link up with publishing houses. That exactly, be because the authors need to get paid for their downloads or their listens and stuff. Same as the, you know, the artists on Spotify, you need to get paid for the listens and things like well, that. Well, they might so. get paid twice now. They've got, it's mm-hmm. same as an artist that gets their music streamed on Spotify and Apple. You're getting income from two sources. Mm-hmm. So it can only be a good thing for 
as far as I can see, unless I'm something I'm missing completely, can only be a good thing for the consumers because they've they're given options. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the actual the authors themselves, the creators, having your stuff in more places to be listened to, mm-hmm. even if you're not making that much money on the actual streaming side, you're getting brand recognition, you're getting name recognition mm-hmm. with each and every listen. So pretty interesting stuff. 150,000, it's just to start with. Yeah. I think it will expand over time, and mm-hmm. I think they're going to take a massive market share away from Audible. Yeah. Simply because Audible's, it's got one job. Mm-hmm. Listen to audiobooks. Spotify, if you're already on there, and you can, you're like, oh, I've listened to four hours of music today. I'm not really into the movie of podcast. What free books can I listen to? Yeah. You've or- got the option immediately without, um, you know, having to go and search for it. It's there in the app. You don't have to jump to a different app. Another thing before you jump in is the sh- it's streaming versus downloading. Mm-hmm. With Audible, you have to download. You do. With Spotify, as far as I'm aware, you, you just press play. It's the yeah. same as streaming a song. It's going to sort of not even buffer. It's going to like load the rest of the audiobook up while the first few minutes are playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a I mean, Audible is instantaneous to a degree, mm-hmm. but Spotify is going to be just that little bit faster. Yeah. Well, you can download on Spotify if you want to. You can download onto your device or, f- or listen offline. Sorry, that's what you can do. So you can download some of it. But I think one thing that it's going to do is probably introduce a whole bunch of new people to books in general. Yes. Like I've worked with a whole bunch of people that like, oh, I don't read or I don't have time to read or I don't enjoy reading. I'm like, but do you listen to podcasts? And like, yeah, I'm like, it's exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I think because now that those people that, you know, mess with podcasts and love to listen to music, but don't really like enjoy sitting down reading, I think this is going to introduce a whole bunch of people to another world of like books and just that excellent accessibility aspect to it for those that you know like to listen while they're driving to work or doing the housework or the gardening whatever it is I think it's going to be able to introduce yeah people to a lot more books which is always exciting like I'm always happy and always happy to recommend um, books to people that want that are looking for recommendations or something new um, a favorite one that I'm recommending or I always love to recommend to because I work in a you know a retail space is Shoe Dog by Philip Knight and they're just like oh, I don't have time to read I'm like listen to the audio book because he narrates it himself it's a really interesting listen I don't think I would have had the same experience if I was just reading the book I really enjoyed the audio book version that was like a really good audio book what's interesting and that's fantastic for getting more people reading first mm-hmm. and foremost What's interesting about the app straight away, I can't really show it here on screen. Maybe I can. Um, it's, it has these features that Spotify is known for that you don't really get on Audible, which is playlists that are pre-made, yeah. hand-selected stuff, not <gasps> stuff the algorithm, not stuff that Audible themselves and publishing houses are pushing. There's that social aspect to it yeah. and that community aspect to it. So you could like have a playlist of your favorite books. Yes. Ah. So, like, there's uh, a category here, audiobooks at the moment, and the, they're essentially playlists, titles taking over social media, so stuff that's popping on social media, mm-hmm. from podcast to audiobook, stories behind the music, best-selling mm-hmm. authors, ones that are narrated by celebrities. So it's way more, I guess, millennial, Gen Z it focused is. because it's just... I'm not sure it's going to work, but you should bring up Audible, like the page, to see if you can, like, do a bit of a, not a side-by-side, but... It definitely does look. I think you have to be you have to be logged in. Yeah. What is interesting? I can't. Really, I'm trying to show it here, but it doesn't really show you. Mm-hmm. Is because I was, as I was saying, you have 
music and podcasts on there, mm-hmm. it can now link in audiobooks based on your recommendations of your other types of content Ooh, listened to. So yep. listen to Joe Rogan a fair bit. Yeah. There's always interesting guests, comedians, scientists, mm-hmm. athletes. Everyone comes on. They always talk about different books. Yes. So now you get recommended books based on what similar like what the audience of that podcast is listening mm-hmm. to or suggesting. Yeah, or just say if you are listening to a podcast and the guest recommends a book, you can literally jump straight, like while you're still listening, mm-hmm. search that book in the same Save app. Save it for later. Save it for later, download it for later. Or someone like Ryan Holiday, who we've talked about quite a bit on this podcast, he has his own podcast, but he also has like yes. a thousand books. Exactly. So he can link it all up into one area. Pretty crazy. That's pretty cool, actually. Very, very cool yeah. for, for multifaceted creators. Mm. And even... It's a bit off topic, but we know based on stuff we've done in the past and research we've done before is with YouTube, mm-hmm. the algorithm is so intense that the software and the AI and stuff behind YouTube is so intense that it actually analyzes every image in a video, every street sign, the wording on the street sign. It can analyze things so deeply, mm-hmm. not to mention the actual dialogue, the transcript. Mm-hmm. So I imagine Spotify would have to have a similar technology where if we mention a book here on this pod, mm-hmm. it could somehow pull in that we've mentioned this book, you've referenced Artist Way six times in the last three episodes. Yeah. And you'd imagine if the algorithm was smart, it would stand, then start suggesting that book title yes. on its own without us manually having to like enter in ones that we recommend. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. I think, yeah, it's going to be quite a leg up compared to the other like audiobook platforms oh, just because a, there's only one there's only one sortable there's yeah. no other options well you've got like like you've got apple i think there's like google you probably have like there's some other probably little online versions and stuff as well i know there's probably some publishing houses that have their own audio platforms you know like barnes and noble or something but no one's no if you were going to to the street and interviewed 100 people mm-hmm. i don't even think that many people would know about audible to begin with mm-hmm. And then Spotify, probably yeah. more of a, a household name, I would imagine. Well, because the whole like reading book aspect, it's still like for us, it seems like such a common thing because we love books and we love reading, but it's not like uh, you got a lot of people out there that don't enjoy sitting down reading or just like just never got into it is I think is like the term that most people use. So yeah, it's probably true that a lot of people don't know about like the audiobook platforms or anything like that just because they don't enjoy reading. All right, let's jump back into the article because we went off a huge tailspin, which was awesome. <laughs> um, so, as we said, 15 hours of listening per month. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you just, if you just want to read fiction, you can probably bang out three or four. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's total length of the book or if you were listening to everything on double speed. Is it the time of the actual ah. file or is it the time that you're actually listening? That's interesting. They probably won't tell you. I imagine it's the length of the title. Yeah. Because you have to clock that the only way. So you could just put it on like 10x speed, Mm -hmm. record it, and then slow it back down 10x speed and listen to it. (laughs) If you want to do some like 2000s hacking pirate. Line wire type stuff. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Um, So what's more, this means eligible users are now getting even more from their premium subscriptions. An on-demand catalog of more than 100 million tracks, Mm -hmm. 5 million podcasts, and over 150,000 audiobooks. So it's more of just like, you know what, thank you for being a loyal listener. We're going to give you more. Yes. Mm -hmm. But 
it's not free to like like thinking about profit margins mm-hmm. Let's just remove the audiobook element right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what margins they make on a $15 subscription. Probably like a fair bit, I'd imagine. Because they're paying for servers, all that that technology, that software would be a lot to maintain and keep up. Well, if you, I'm pretty sure you could probably just search up how much do the you know, authors get from an audiobook, like percentage-wise. Yeah. But in saying that, obviously just adding this whole extra element of content in there, that brings in... If we're not paying more for the subscription, that mm. means the net profit per subscription per month would have to go down because the cost or the expense of running Spotify is going to go up because they have to pay publishing houses. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine over time, this just gives them a reason to justify increasing the monthly subscription to cover those new expenses. Yeah. So I would say in every year for the next five years, they're going to up at a, up at a dollar. You'd have to... Up the actual oh, subscription. Eventually, yeah. As they get more books, so they need to pay more. So it seems on paper now we're giving you free stuff, but mm-hmm. ultimately there'll be a price to pay for it, which yeah. would just mean a few extra dollars every month. But in saying that, comparing that against the Audible $15 a month, mm-hmm. it's it's quite clear where the better value is. Yeah. If the stuff you want to listen to is within this range of books, audio books that Spotify That's true. And if you're happy to stream it, not download it, because just say that's probably, again, a benefit for Audible is like if you're traveling, going on a plane and you don't have access to like Wi-Fi or anything like that, then you can download the book and listen to it and it's on your phone. All right. So this feature will be available to premium users in the UK and Australia starting tomorrow with the US later this year. So this article came out on October 3rd. So today's October 6th, so as of this week, start of October. That's pretty good because Australia is usually last with this kind of stuff. And probably I would imagine uh, in terms of super developed Western societies, <laughs> I know that's super developed, but pretty, pretty, uh, we're pretty like pretty bogan down here. I don't <laughs> think the, the, the book listenership would be that, that high. It looks if like Australia is like just one of those secret, not secret, but like, like actually a lot of people in Australia read books. <laughs> More people read beer and go to watch football than read books. <laughs> More people read the trivia on the bottle caps than anything else. Well, oh, yeah, fan, oh, fantails don't even exist anymore. Um, we believe, this is back for, back to the article, we believe that offering personalized music podcasts and audiobooks on a single platform gives you a superior way to connect with your favorite artists, podcasters, creators, and authors all in one spot. Mm-hmm. Not only can you listen to some of your favorite authors' works, but you can also tune into podcasts where fans dissect the most minor details of a story and find the hidden meaning in every sentence without leaving the app. Um, a catalog currently encompasses upwards of 70% of best-selling books. So mm-hmm. we touched on that before. 70% is a good amount. Uh, with titles from HarperCollins, Macmillan, Penguin, Random House, Simon Schuster, all those big ones that you're aware of. To listen to your first book, simply type in the search bar, hit play. Uh, you can... Also explore audiobook recommendations easily, which was what I was uh, mentioning, mm-hmm. from your home feed or head to Audiobooks Hub to find it editorial or curated of top titles. So I think we could just make a – we could make a potentially a playlist of ones that we've mentioned or read yeah. frequently going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you guys want to just listen to things that we've very recently finished and it might – put things in a bit more context, that would be a cool idea. Yeah, because we, we actually reference books quite a bit on this podcast, so yeah, that would be a good idea. Um, 
So 15 hours monthly means you can listen the way you want where you explore multiple titles from the evolving regularly refreshed selection or stick with one and listen from start to finish. Um, for those oh. super audio files who use up their 15 hours before their monthly billing cycle refreshes, you can purchase a 10-hour top-up. Um, you can check how many hours you have left in the settings. Mm-hmm. Um, you can take audiobooks wherever you go with Spotify available on over 2,000 devices, more than 200 brands, so it's just super available everywhere. Uh, as you listen now, automatic bookmarking feature will save your place so you can easily pick up where you left off. Make sure mm-hmm. to utilize the end of chapter feature within Spotify Sleep Timer so you can fall asleep to your favorite <laughs> stories without having to rewind. So you can basically be like, oh, I'm going to fall asleep in 20 minutes. Yeah. This chapter is 25. Mm-hmm. Don't go any further. So I don't want to hunt for too long tomorrow finding where I fell asleep. Yep. Yep. So some cool features, I think. I think so. The bookmarking thing there is interesting. If mm-hmm. you can somehow press a button and because I know with Kindle you can highlight, you can bookmark pages yes. for the actual ebook version. Mm-hmm. If you can somehow highlight resonating points or sentences or parts of a book or chapter, mm-hmm. that would be a big game changer for for someone like me that likes to take notes or r- remember important parts about a book. You don't want to spend fifteen hours on a book. And then the week later, you kind of forget all the most interesting parts about it. The only way I sort of see that working, and it's probably going to, it would cost more because you need to have like the Kindle version or just need the transcript, which is just like the book and the audio sort of running at the same time. So just say if you click into it, it then comes up with the actual writing. No, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even, I don't think they have, they want to do anything with any text. No, I'm just saying this is like, like, like that, that's in this way I see that highlighting kind of working. So if you're listening to the audiobook, you click onto a part like transcript or something, and it's like, as it, like, it's talking out, like, movies underlining the words, and you can highlight those. And it, yeah, they, yeah. Well, I don't think they'll do that. I don't think they want to do anything with words. Mm. Even lyrics for songs aren't even there half the time. Mm-hmm. I think that. My idea is just you just hit a bookmark. You mm-hmm. just it just flags it, and then you can go back. Potentially, you can add in like a title of what the bookmark is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this bookmark was about CEO whoever bought this business for this much money, and then you can come back through and look at your fifty bookmarks, and mm-hmm. it's just your small little one sentence entries to jog your memory. Yeah, or at the very least, just a bookmark mm-hmm. icon. Yeah. So then do you- Especially, sorry, cut you off. No. Only because it's so long. Mm. A one-hour podcast, you have time in your life to go back and listen to it. Mm-hmm. For a 15-hour book, it's a lot to go back through 15 hours to find that one minute that you wanted. Oh, 100%. That's kind of my point. You, For me anyway, I don't just listen to books. I like to- ref- like make references to them. Oh, yeah, for sure. And like it's one of those ones where it's like just trying to find a better system to then capture it because, again, it's going to be harder to go back to, you know, just say chapter like 11 and then finding minute, you know, yep. 25 or whatever it is. Like it's going to be hard. So did then, did Amazon or like Kindle and Audible um, lose their opportunity of having it integrated into one app so imagine if you're reading kindle and you're like oh you know what i need to go out and go somewhere but i'm really enjoying this book i'm going to switch to the audio version and it's all in the one thing yeah that's the th- that's the problem it's it's a jumping all over the place that's a problem so 
Yeah, I, I don't see Amazon linking up two apps anytime soon. Yeah, that would have been smart though. That would have been super handy. You'd probably have to maybe instead of paying like $7 for the Kindle version, you'd pay, I don't know, like $10, like three extra dollars and you get both, you get the audio and the, the it's physical. Just, it's just the friction of jumping between apps. No one likes doing it. As simple as it is for your hand to swipe across, it's just not beneficial or convenient or efficient to jump mm-hmm. between apps from the same company, which is it's all good. Yeah, which is like why X is doing its thing now. So mm. it's all in one. Yeah. Every time you jump out of an app, you're probably less likely to go back because you're in a different mind space now. Oh, 100 percent. And that's the goal of all these apps, whether it's Meta, Instagram, like you said, YouTube, like all these kind of places. They want you to be on there for as long as possible. Like that's why YouTube have like a shopping feature or TikTok have a shopping feature because they don't want you to leave to have a look at something else. They want you to stay in one. So Spotify is just saying, yeah, let's just put it all in one app. And Spotify sort of, don't want you to charge your friend. Like you, there's no mm-hmm. external links to go and purchase more stuff because it's all included in your subscription. Yeah. Like that's one way to become a fan favorite and people love Spotify. And I know like I love Spotify is because obviously the more you listen to it, the better it's going to come at the recommendations and things like that. So people love, and I love like the playlist. Like I want 80s vibe or I want like, you know, a cooking playlist or something like that. They have these really cool playlists that you can listen to that just like suit the mood but also they do just cool things like the end of year summary where it gives you mm. all your your top genres the most listened to songs mm-hmm. just cool things to sh- basically share yeah. how you've been using the app mm-hmm. i feel like audible is just purely transactional come here get what you want see you later they're not trying to build an experience. No, it's like a one-off. It's like going to the bookstore, buying a book, yes. coming home. Like that's very much like the Spotify format is of like, it. Come to the, our cafe. We hang have out. hang out. We have all the stuff here. We have art on the wall. Yeah, we have little sections put away for you. Like everything's designed for you to enjoy your time here. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like you said, Audible is basically check out your book and then Leave. go be on your own. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, like yes. Spotify is like share your experience with the people around it's you. Like, yeah, culture is yeah. always going to win. Mm-hmm. Culture over commerce. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's a good way to title this episode. It is probably. culture over commerce. Well, like Audible versus Spotify. Uh, what are they? Uh, are they that's like a karate mat. Oh. I don't know. People that are listening be like, "What noises is yeah, she?" Yeah, I don't even know. I'm doing. They're hands, like, "Oh, she's back." They go to the start of the episode's back. Right. <laughs> I wonder how far they're going to take this. Because if they once they once Spotify add in audiobooks, what other audio experience is there to to like? How can they expand in the future? In five years, what's next? Hmm. They can only really move into video. They've got video podcasts. Yeah. They can only. I don't want to go to anything text based Mm-mm. or social media where there's posts. It's about the artists and the creators. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a podcaster, which is basically a creator. Mm-hmm. An author, which is a creator, and a musician, which is a creator. Mm-hmm. It's not designed for just everyday people to be on their posting. Yeah, so it's audio what, experience, not a visual experience. So the only thing I can see them doing with my limited business knowledge mm-hmm. in this head I got here. Yeah, in that noggin. Is adding in, well, they want to try and take market share away from other companies. So potentially uh, YouTube, like they weren't, they're not going to take market share away from Netflix and um, Hulu and all these other big streaming companies, mm-hmm. but places like YouTube where movies and TV shows can be purchased 
as like a secondary thing on top of the the main feed of videos, mm-hmm. they could start doing that where they mm-hmm. but this is years down the track. But all they can do is move into video. I don't think they're gonna they can move in there's nowhere else in the audio lane to go. Going to audio books pretty doesn't make a lot of sense for them. Potentially it could, but I think more video because they've already got the the infrastructure to host video podcasts. Mm-hmm. So they might have some sort of new release TV show or movie option where you can have like in app purchases. Interesting. I would see like video clips doing well. So like MTV sort of style having that Ch- aspect. Channels. Yeah. So it would be because, you know, on YouTube music. That, that, that are- format's dead though. Like that's. Pay TV is dead now. Yeah. It depends, like, why you go to Spotify. Do you go to Spotify to watch or just to listen? But yeah, well, it's, it's about very, culture. It's about yeah. culture. So the expansion. So one thing maybe that could work would be keeping it on that creative scale is, like, music documentaries or music shows or, like, artist shows or artist kind of aspects. So you wouldn't have, like, a sports thing on Spotify. Why not? You have sports podcasts. You have sports yeah, books on there. That's true. Like, it started as music. You're, yeah. like, kind of living in that generation one mindset of mm-hmm. musicians. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, it could go into that video format. It's not going it- to compete with YouTube as, like, an everyday content creator's mm-hmm. um, place to upload them and, and press publish on things. But it, yeah. I think it can be a way to uh, basically have paid-for products on top, like new release movies. Or you know how Vimeo is not really massive? Yeah. But you can purchase small short films Mm -hmm. that cost money to actually purchase as opposed to just more free content. Yeah. I'd see that happening more. So, you know, Spotify going more into that sort of space rather than like the TikToks so or like short format. I don't see them doing that well, kind of- Well, that's what I'm saying. It's creators versus just, I mean, everyone's a creator in, in essence, but I mean, in terms of someone that's- It's like, it's almost like, a, like a, not traditional creative, but like just like that sort of more of the traditional creative media rather than the new creative media. Well, just, yeah, I guess lay people creating versus creators creating. Yeah. As weird as that kind of sounds. I, I, I know. I understand where you're coming from. Interesting. Yeah. Very, but very that's interesting. That's the only thing I could see them doing in the future. I don't mm-hmm. see them. There's What else can they do in the audio world? Soundscape. There already is sounds. You can listen to rainforest sounds all day long on there. There's, yeah. What else got, can you do on there? They've got white noise, maybe like ASMR, but they would have to have maybe ASMR on there already. There'll be ASMR podcasts for sure. So I'm just looking at. Spotify news. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from this today. New artist profiles highlight music, stories, merch, and events. So now, like literally two minutes ago, I was mentioning you. There's no purchase, like reason to purchase things. Mm-hmm. But like artist merch makes but sense now. Yeah, now they once they build in the infrastructure of being able to purchase things in the app that mm-hmm. aren't included in your subscription, additional content, additional items. Yes. That's where it makes more sense to have movies in there where mm-hmm. you can pay or rent rent them. It's just as long as like I think their primary function is always going to be audio and as long as your audio experience isn't getting interrupted when you're doing all this other stuff, that would make sense. Um, it just depends like – like longevity wise, they probably would have to move into that video space. But yeah, supporting artists being able to sell their own, you know, merch or whatever it is, kind of is like a good idea as it's well. It's gonna take a long time for another competitor to, competitor to come in mm-hmm. 
to compete with Apple, first and foremost, which is hard enough, yeah. but then to overtake Spotify mm-hmm. and overtake three avenues of audio. Yeah. And it's not American either. And that's like a lot of these companies like American and they dominate like like Google and YouTube and Apple and all that kind of stuff. And these guys are Swedish, I think, from memory. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is from TechCrunch today. Spotify today is rolling out a big change in terms of how users connect with artists. With the newly debuted artist profile pages, content has been reorganized into three main tabs, including music, events, and merch. Mm. So basically, you can just have a, your own website on there now. Oh, so you can advertise your shows and your tickets and all well, that kind of stuff. there's always been, not always, but for a while now, there's been tour dates on an artist page. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it ever linked out to the actual ticket provider or things like that. Gotcha. Um, so that's kind of cool. But, I mean, if you have a website and you're an artist, what mm-hmm. are you going to have on there? You're going to have your vinyls, your T-shirt, your tour dates. Mm-hmm some photos, that's what you're going to have on there. Now yeah. You can just have it built into the app, which, I mean, you still probably want a website, mm-hmm. but people don't have, to, don't have to go searching for info. It can all be in one place. They exactly. can browse while listening. Yeah, maybe watch a behind-the-scenes clip or something like that. The music tab will also now not only feature the artist's tracks and albums, but also social features like clips. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, you know, you have a song, you can have a, a short video clip or a teaser or a trailer built into it. Mm-hmm. So you can start to promote rather than just uploading your songs, mm-hmm. you can use it as a promotional tool because normally you, uh, you use social yeah. media as mm-hmm. the social draw, as the, the way to gauge interest mm-hmm. and build brand on Instagram. Well, that's TikTok. what a lot of um, modern music artists do. They'll use TikTok or Instagram reels to like do a bit of a behind the scenes or promote a new album coming up but or just like. That's, you have to, that works, mm-hmm. but it only works if you're following that artist to begin with. Mm-hmm. Whereas if it's in Spotify, you're, you're already following them because you're already listening to their stuff. You might mm-hmm. not even not be following their account, but because you've listened to them in the past, Somewhere in the algorithm is going to feed you that artist back eventually anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's going to feed you those clips eventually anyway. Yes. So I don't know, you might be working a corporate job and not follow people mm-hmm. on social media because it's like you're, you're kind of representing a, a business venture or a business that you operate. That's what LinkedIn's on, for, though. Whereas on Spotify, yeah. it's, you're not representing a business or a that it kind of makes sense. Yeah, sure it does. Uh, so basically, there'll be clips, short form videos on there to tell their stories. They can include fundraising links to allow artists to crowdsource. So that'd That's be kind of cool. cool. Yeah, artists can also use the music tab to showcase their popular releases, playlists. Um, they can also have anything important to the artist, including a release, playlist, show announcement, new merch, or podcast they're on. This pick will in- expire every six months to encourage artists to regularly update their profiles. Ah. That's kind of cool. So yeah. Nothing, you don't, so they getting... want to keep that engagement. They just don't want it to be like set and forget kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you just don't upload anything new, they're going to basically push someone else's more recent relevant clips mm-hmm. to you because most of us listen to more than one artist. Yeah. So if you listen to 30 artists and mm-hmm. 20 of them just aren't refreshing this page, mm-hmm. the 10 people that are consistently reinvigorating their page mm-hmm. are going to get pushed more and more. It's kind of – it's the TikTok, the Instagram game of just volume, yeah. quantity. 
but they're also promoting like that community, that engagement aspect. They want people to be active. They don't want them to just, they, I they, guess. Yeah, they want them to fall in love with the artist, not just the tracks that the artist can provide, mm-hmm. which is yeah. what we want. We want people to, you know, adore artists, not just enjoy a song every now and then. Yeah, they just don't want it that corporate, you know, big, you know, record company. They want that personable, um, like up. Up close and personal. Yeah. You're gonna yeah. sell more merch that way. Mm-hmm. It's same as anything. You're yeah. Gonna, you know, that's why all these YouTubers from like five, ten years ago had mm-hmm. big merch lines that they're making millions and millions of dollars because mm-hmm. you'd rather support this one guy that has a team of three versus, I don't know, Puma or Adidas or someone that has mm-hmm. making tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Off cheap labor, essentially. Mm-hmm. So. Being able to support those people at the ground level, super important. Um, so they have clips and stories. So it's going to start looking more like Instagram, but for the artists. Um, can have a bunch of like their bio and things like that. Oh, I like this one. So Spotify will also leverage the profiles to introduce fans to other music they may like via like fans also like page um, or appears on. So highlights other albums and compilations the artist appears on, including songwriters or producers. That's really interesting as well. Yeah, backlinks Mm -hmm. to similar content or relevant content or just relationships that the artist has with other people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ticket sales will be facilitated by... Spotify's third-party partners, so Ticketmaster and all that will be kind of built into it by the looks of it. Oh, go goes tiny bit. So Spotify notes that tests of the of its dedicated events tab boosted engagement with concerts by seventy percent and drove a fifteen percent increase in ticket sales. That's pretty beneficial. So it's just another form of advertising if you're a small artist because Spotify. You know, they have big artists, but I think one thing that I really like about it is they still push these smaller indie independent artists as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Think about how quickly your interest in something can just drop off. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to a, a music, a, if you're listening to a music, if you're listening to music of an artist on YouTube or something, then you have to stop and go to their website to buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. That transition might be a minute or two or three minutes. You can get distracted with other things. And I imagine if you looked at, some study every minute that you've moved away from the actual uh, art mm-hmm. to go and purchase something, you're probably less and less and less likely to end up buying it. Where if you're in the app listening, oh, this song's dope, this song's dope, yeah, i got to buy a ticket, i got to buy a ticket, mm-hmm. and it's playing the whole time, it's going to drive engagement, which is what this is saying. Super interesting. On the merch tab... Artists can show up to 12 of their merch items with the most recently listed items showing first, um, partnered with Shopify, so obviously super uh, easy to navigate and built in. Good old Shopify getting in everything. Uh, That's pretty much it. So there's a lot happening in Spotify going forward, and all of it makes sense. There's nothing too out of the box that Mm -hmm. doesn't fit the mold, if that makes sense. So, yeah, uh, plenty of room for growth on Spotify. Potentially, it's not financial advice, potentially a good time to <laughs> get some stock while they're yeah. on that way up because none of these things are going to be a detriment to the company. No, all the all the people that release stuff on the platform either, it's only just going to benefit them more. Like it's just more eyeballs, um, more like reason and more incentive to be on the platform as well. Um, 
Yeah, it seems like they really have, obviously they're, they're a business and they want profit and stuff, but it seems like their intention is creating a better experience for listeners, but also creating a better experience for artists. Yeah. Yeah. You start seeing it installed on more smart TVs and devices. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, as they can get like off the phone and onto a TV or onto a computer, like having that aspect as well, that's probably when you're going to start seeing more of that video format coming through. All right. So Mm. if you're not on a Spotify subscription, I mean. Did we convince you? We should have convinced them. This has been an ad. Thank you, Spotify, for paying us $0 (laughs) and for getting us five listeners on this episode. This is not not a sponsored ad or anything. We're just like, we like talking about things that we're generally interested in. And sometimes, you know, we'll spend the whole episode talking about Spotify or updates that they do or we'll spend a whole episode. Well, I mean, on- not the whole episode. You talked about some crappy movie for the first five minutes. Yeah, yeah. But hey, you know, it's 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 how we vibe. Um, but it's just we like it and we kind of see a good reason. We do pay for the premium one. So we've got the Duo account, I think it is. So Drew will get the books and I won't. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, let's, let's break down the math. So Spotify... Well, that means you should cancel your Audible and I'll reinstate mine. The question is, if you cancel Audible and you want to use – forget about whose account. Let's imagine you have access to – I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's imagine we both have access to the the Spotify audiobooks. Are you going to be so limited with choice that you're like, I can't pick – there's no books. There's literally no books for me to read or listen to. (laughs) It's not going to happen. No. There might be less options. Yeah. But there's still – 150,000 options. Mm-hmm. And they said 70%. Again, this is not a paid ad. Best, so, yeah. 70% of bestsellers. <laughs> yes. So, I don't know. If, if there's something not on there that you want, then, mm-hmm. I don't know, too bad, I guess. Yeah, or you just buy the book or separately. Or you want to buy the, buy the book. So, Spotify Duo subscription cost. This is going to be Australian numbers. I mean, they did a price hike in July. So potentially okay. they'd put a price rise up before they make this announcement. Knowing this was like, of course they would have a projected plan. They would have this in the works for ages because they'll yeah, have to be talking be the to way publishing to do it. companies. You'd, you'd b- bump the price up prior to, I mean, if it goes up $2 per month and mm-hmm. it's been going for three months, that's extra $6 they get per account. And then yeah. how many accounts are there? A million? Mm-hmm. You got millions and millions of dollars straight away for that first bit of funding. Yeah, very smart. I mean, that's just basic math. I wouldn't mm-hmm. call it smart. No, but it's just like they're rather than being like this and then like, okay, now we're going to we'll hike op- the price. We'll operate at yeah. a loss for a, cert, for a quarter or something. Yeah. Makes sense. We're kind of figuring out business on the fly here. It's kind of interesting. Mm. Um, <laughs> premium duo, let's say it's 1799 So 18 bucks mm-hmm. plus what's uh, Spotify, uh, Audible. So um, I think Audible is 16 are we dealing in likes or absolutes here? I know. Google it then. <laughs> you know how I hate this. I need actual numbers. Yeah. How much? Sixteen forty-five a month. Okay. There you go. Oh, two credits monthly. No, you see, for an extra $10, you get a second credit. But right. I think you'd find that the numbers still are in Spotify's mm-hmm. favor. So we're looking at if we were to pay Spotify Duo, where only I get audiobooks. Mm -hmm. So let's say I get two audiobooks Mm -hmm. and you can't listen to either of them Mm -hmm. for that two out, two for that, for the 15 hour 
time limit. Mm-hmm. And then we both have Audible on top. Mm-hmm. But $50, $50.90 a month, we're getting four books in total. Right. Three of which I get to listen to. <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> 50 bucks, mm-hmm. four books. Yeah. Let's imagine you can listen to all of them as well, though. Yeah. Four books, 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. If we were to remember, remember those numbers because my brain will forget in four books, 50 bucks. Six and a half seconds. Yes. Whereas if Spotify premium price, mm-hmm. $12.99, and I imagine that's that's probably American, right? Twelve ninety nine. Okay. So twelve ninety nine times two, twenty six. Right. So twenty six dollars. Mm-hmm. I get two. You get two. Mm-hmm. If we're looking at that sort of seven to eight hour range, so we're saving twenty five dollars. Yeah. If we and for the same amount of books, mm. bro, we just save twenty five bucks a month. That's pretty good. All right. Nice. We can pay for like better, we could pay for like some ads maybe. No, more the ads co- are meant to pay us. Coffee? Yeah, more coffee. We'll just, call, we'll just put it in coffee fund. All right. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Makes makes financial sense to me. It does. Yeah. All right. Well, what makes more sense to me is back next week for yes episode eighty eight, our birth year. Aye. Eight's our favorite number. So next yes. week's going to be a big one. It is. Yeah, birth year. Um, maybe the podcast will be reborn again, and there'll be a new backdrop. No, they won't. <laughs> Oh, that's a stressful thing to think about. <laughs> Rise from the ashes. Episode 88. All right, guys. Thanks right. so much for listening. Thank Please, you. Please uh, drop a, a rating and review if you like this episode. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think about the Spotify versus Audible yeah. battle that's going to go ahead. Do you and, even like Spotify? And suggest us some books that we can use on yes. our new plan. Yeah. Or what we can do with the money we're saving. Yeah. Ooh, all the options. Please comment right. and let us know. Thanks, guys. See you next week. Thanks.